You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to another weekend. We have done it. We have done it. We have done it. Cody Decker here, former professional baseball player turned professional smartass on the radio with my man Ryan Horvat, which means you're only doing the smartest possible thing. You are listening to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Thank you so much for joining us. We got a lot to cover today. We got a lot of games, a lot of props, a lot of lines. But first, we're going to stick around with some futures bets, some long shot bets, in fact. And Ryan, Let's go right in here, and we're going to take a look at each one of these and decide whether or not they're worth a sprinkle or, quite frankly, let's leave them alone. Um, And we'll start with the Braves. Plus 1,300 to win the World Series. Defending World Series champions, currently second place in their division. They're only four behind the Mets. And let's face facts. The Braves have been just surging and surging and surging. It doesn't look like there's any stop in sight. The Mets... Listen, we, we, they're, they've ha- they've done a really good job of standing pat with yeah. their injuries. They've lost out on, you know, obviously Scherzer for the entire year, even though he's coming back. DeGrom, it looks like we finally might have a timetable for DeGrom to come back. Yeah. And then, of course, Tyler McGill and a few other bodies. But can this team really sustain this going forward? I think they can. They've done a good job of, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, man, the Mets lost such a such a lead. I'm looking at it like, hey, man, they were able to tread water enough to maintain that lead without their entire pitching staff. Yeah, man, the Braves have been – I mean, look what they did in June, over 20, 20 wins. And just how they did it, you have to take them seriously once again because they were scoring six runs a game. I mean, they were hitting 267 as a team. They hit 52 homers uh, in the month of June, man averaging six runs a game. That's just ridiculous. And you trust everybody in that lineup because we've been watching them do it. They just made us a bunch of money last year. If you bet on them, Swanson has been on fire 339 average seven homers this past month. But uh, I still think it's the Mets just because like you said, they've done such a good job standing pat. They're going to get Scherzer back. We know that for sure. DeGrom. I mean, man, if DeGrom comes back and you go DeGrom Scherzer, in a playoff series and a postseason series. And then you have all those arms that you've developed the last, you know, this year without them uh, still the Mets for me. So I don't, I, I would want better value. I feel, but 13 to one with the defending champs is a decent price. Obviously an expanded postseason. pretty much everybody gets in. It's not a bet I'm going to place, but uh, I don't blame anybody that does. I, I, I think it's worth potentially a sprinkle. I mean, yeah. it really is. I, here's the thing. I actually had this conversation with a writer for a uh, beat writer for a, a team last night. And we were talking about the American League and National League. And he's like, yeah, the American League is just, it, it seems like they're better. I'm like, they're not. They're just not. And I'm like, yeah. just look at this. It's, it's In the American League, it's two teams. It's really actually two teams. And I know everybody likes looking at the AL East and saying, oh, look at all these teams. No, 
the AL East is the Yankees right now. It's plain and simple. It's the Yankees and everybody else. And for the rest of the league, it's the Yankees and the Astros and everybody else right now. And that includes, I'm talking, I'm talking the, what, the the Red Sox. Yeah, the Red Sox have been surging and hitting unbelievably. But pitching, I think, at the end of the day, will be their Achilles heel, even with Chris Sale coming back. The Rays, uh, this team is going to make the playoffs, uh, likely. But they've been banged up. They have not been hitting at all. Luckily, they've uh, brought up, uh, they brought back Wander Franco, and that should definitely help. Um, but listen, the American League is two teams in my eyes, and that's the Astros and Yankees. Where the National League, the the Dodgers, the Mets, the Braves. Hell, I'll throw the Cardinals and Brewers in there, the Padres in there. I'll throw the Giants in there. I would not be surprised if any of these seven teams that I just mentioned wins the pennant. Right. Same here. Same here. That's the thing. Yeah. So I guess you're getting good value, right? That's a great point. You know, in the national league with any of those teams, um, but in the AL, I agree. The Astros, I watch the Astros and I'm like, this is the best team in baseball. But then how am I saying that? Because the Yankees win every single night, every night they're scoring over six runs every night. Somebody's stepping up. The rotation has been so much better than expected. The bullpen has been so much better than expected. We got Garrett Cole going tonight. But still, man, there's just something about this Astros team. It's those two teams in the AL. I, I wanted the Blue and, and the Blue Jays have been fine, man. It's just and look at the division they're in. But I just want more from from them, from Same. Toronto. I wanted Toronto to be that team, and uh, just don't trust them at all. So I'm with you there. You know what? Their pitching has let me down. I mean, Kikuchi hasn't been very good. Um, Ryu has well, well one been hurt, but also when he hasn't been hurt, hasn't been very good. Uh, Barrios has not been as sharp as he should although i do have a bet on Barrios later on today i'm looking very forward to talking about it yeah. but uh yeah they've been um they haven't been a disappointment disappointment's not the right word they just i think they're capable of more these blue jays offensively we know what they can do offensively um but on the mound i mean gossman's been phenomenal um but they lost robbie ray and hell right now it's looking like robbie ray isn't much of a loss for this team based on the season he's having although i will say robbie ray's Last two outings he's been has great. looked like Robbie Ray again. Yeah, dude, he's been making me some money. So let's let's not jinx that though, because he's been making me some money. Uh, my guy Logan Gilbert has been great. He's as been well. phenomenal, phenomenal. In fact, the only reason the Mariners are where even have a heartbeat, in my opinion, thus far, is one of the reasons is Logan Gilbert himself. Like he's been really, really good. I got another one for you here, and let's see what you think of this. Mookie Betts plus 1,200 to win the NL MVP. I'm not going to like lie to you. I love where this is right now. He's currently, he's going to get off the IL. We know what he's going to do when he gets off the IL. In fact, before he got on the IL, what was he second in the MVP running at the time? I mean, he's just, the guy's unbelievable. And the, when I say unbelievable, I didn't realize how good he was when he was in Boston. I mean, I knew he was good when he was in Boston. But I didn't see him play every day. And then when I retired, you know, I live in Los Angeles. Right. I got to start seeing him play every day. And then you start seeing what this guy does. And I, I I don't like making the comparison because I think it's an unfair comparison when I say that Mike Trout is the greatest player who ever lived. But if there is a player that is very close to what Mike Trout is, his name is Mookie Betts. And he yeah. is unbelievable, man. I think this is absolutely worth a sprinkle. Yeah, I've been calling him the best player in baseball for a long time. Like when people were having the debate between Christian Yelich and – uh and uh, Cody Bellinger a couple of years ago, even like, I love Mookie Betts, man. He could do it all. I love this price. I was going to ask you, though, do you think we get a better price? Because right now, Paul Goldschmidt, who I do love, he's having a fantastic season. 
He's plus 100. I don't think he wins NL MVP. He's having a great season, but plus 100, I mean, that's a ridiculous price. That's Pete a bit Alonso, up there. Pete Alonso, plus 500. No, thank you. Manny Machado, he just came back the other night, DH'd. Uh, he's dinged up, plus 550. I'm just wondering, do we get a better price with Mookie Betts? Because like you said, he's going to get healthy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Man, I, I like that. I'm going to make a little play on that as well. Bet's 12 to 1, just because I don't know that we do get a better price. Trey Turner, 14 to 1. Um, I think Bet's is the bet, man. 12 to 1. I, I, the Dodgers are going to take off in, my, in the second half of the season. It's funny because everybody keeps asking, like, we do these uh, national hits all over the place, and people are like, what are, what's wrong with the Dodgers? Uh, they're bored. I mean, <laughs> in the postseason, at worst, they're going to the NLCS. Right now, they're beat up and they're bored. I mean, they have to get – they don't have Walker Buehler right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to add another arm because Badly. nobody saw this Trevor Bauer stuff going down. And then when's Dustin May coming back? Because there's a guy yeah. like you could, you could use him as a spot starter. You could use him out of the bullpen. The Dodgers are going to be fine. I have no worries about the Dodgers. Here, here's the thing about the Dodgers, though. Like, I'm actually very scared for everybody in baseball because of the Dodgers. Because right now, the Dodgers, who are in first place, who have one of the best records in baseball, like you just said, they're playing like they're bored. They're not playing even all that good at the moment. And they are hurt and underperforming. Yeah. So let's see. They're without Mookie Betts. They're without Walker Bueller. They're without Dustin May. Um, they've lost Bauer probably forever. Um, yeah. Now let's keep this line going. Max Muncy hasn't played like himself. Justin Turner hasn't played like himself. Cody Bellinger hasn't been himself for years. Those are three massive impact players who are kind of lying in the weeds right now. If one of them gets going, beware. Oh, and Mookie Betts is coming back. And Be Betts very scared. It, yeah, man. And Turner Homer last night. One of those mm-hmm. guys. I mean, those guys are going to turn it around again. I mean, today's July 1st as we record this podcast. So I have no worries about the Dodgers. They're going to be fine. And let's remember, uh, it's the Dodgers. You look at that farm system. They still have some st- How they have some prospects. Amazing. If they can move, I have no idea, but they can. And uh, whatever they need, they'll get it at the deadline. Let's be honest. The best player that's available at the deadline will be a Dodger. Every year, it's somebody else. It's Machado. It's Mookie Betts. They'll end up with somebody. So Mookie Betts, 12 to 1. I love that bet. I'm placing that bet today. Me too. I'm going to do the same. Um, One more for us today, because we did talk a lot about the NLEs. We talked a lot about the bets. We talked a lot about, obviously, the Braves. The Phillies. Um, I don't trust this team as far as I can throw them, especially without Bryce Harper. But we can't sit here and pretend that they aren't winning and they aren't beating up on teams. In fact, yesterday, I, like my all-star bet of the day was everything in that game against Aaron Nola because the stats were completely against them. When I say completely against them, the Braves' background against Aaron Nola, basically they had like 20 homers and a collective hitting over 500 against Aaron Nola. They lost by a touchdown yesterday against Aaron Nola because baseball is crazy. Um, Listen, these Phillies, 17-1 to win the NL East. It's really not out of the realm of possibility. It really isn't. They they are George Foreman. They are a 50-year-old George Foreman. 
every time they go out there, they got a puncher's chance, and they might have one of the better puncher's chances in all of baseball with that offense. That number today is 17 to 1 in July. I played that before the season, 3 to 1, plus 300. Phillies win the NL. I got to be honest, I love you, BetMGM, King of Sportsbooks. You get no more of my money on the Philadelphia. <laughs> They're trying hard too. You know, I mean, dude, Bryce Harper, when is he coming back? He's at least a- six weeks. At least six. And here's the thing. If they're in contention, he's going to come back early. Just like Manny Machado is coming back early right now for the Padres. I think Manny Machado, I'm going to stay off the Manny Machado line right now. Because I think in two weeks, that Manny Machado line is going to be a little more tasty for me to jump on. And then Manny Machado is going to go off. I was going to say, good point really quickly with that too. Because he comes back last night, he DH. You know, he gets off to a slow start coming back from the injury. Goes one for his next 15. That's when you get the price mm-hmm. you fire away on him and bets. Again, I want nothing to do with Goldschmidt plus 200. Yeah, man, I, I would not play the Phillies to win that division just because the Mets are going to get healthy. And I would not play um, – I, I was looking at a couple more of these really quickly. I wanted to touch on one more. The Cardinals plus 1,200 to win the National League. Sucker bet, in my opinion. Big I know time. That I was, Big I was time. Up. All right, so – do you trust Adam Wainwright to do what he's doing right now the second half of the season? Even no. if he does. Jack Flaherty hasn't looked like Flaherty since he's come back he yet. He can't stay healthy. Michaelis, I mean, he's had a great year. but Michaelis has been great, but I just, listen, You're we haven't one. seen this from Michaelis. Yeah. So I can't sit here and just blindly bet a second half on him. I just can't. I, I want him to, but yeah. I still think the Brewers are the best team in this division. I was, yeah, and, and even like, yeah, for, for me, there's only three teams I'm really looking at in the NL uh, right now like that I want to take a shot with. It'd be the Brewers just because they're going to get Peralta back. They just got Woodruff back. Mm-hmm. All they need, they need to add another bat, although yeah, offensively they they've been scoring some runs. That's a team that I love because if they have the lead going into the seventh inning, they win. winning 99% of the time mm-hmm. with Devin Williams and Josh Hader, man. And Yelich. RBI triple last night. He's been he's been playing he's a little alive. bit. Better. And Yo's uh, really been coming alive for them. Rowdy Telez has been raking for him. the Brewers. I love him. Yeah. He went to – did you see I – man, I, I wish I had the story in front of me because somebody's dad is the coach at this high school. He went there – I don't know if you just know this off the top of your head. Like, is it is it Lucas Giolito? Um, he went to this high school, I believe. Harvard-Westlake? Is okay. Is, is that's is that where Rowdy went to? There's like no Rowdy did not guys. go to Harvard Westlake. Harvard Westlake produced Jack uh, Flaherty. Uh, produce. I'll give you the guys that Harvard Westlake produced because Harvard Westlake is literally. I could throw a rock and hit Harvard Westlake from my house right now. Rowdy, did, Rowdy didn't go there. Rowdy did not go to Harvard Westlake. Harvard Westlake produced the following guys: Josh Satin. Okay. Um, they produced Lucas Giolito, Max yeah. Freed, Jack Flaherty. Um. A few other guys. They, they, they've they, they, a lot of ball players come out of there. Specifically, after I left high school, that place became like a juggernaut high school uh, baseball program. Um, there's a lot of juggernaut high school baseball programs in this area in Southern California, but that's one of the one of the bigger ones. Yeah, he's from Sacramento. Okay, yeah, I, I couldn't get that story down. All yeah, right. and across the way, by the way, just to make that abundantly clear, that's where Harvard Westlake is. Across the street from Harvard Westlake, and when I say across the street, I'm talking maybe 0.7 miles away, maybe 1.3 miles away, is Notre Dame, where the rival high school uh, is where Giancarlo Stanton was playing against Lucas Giolito, Max Fried, and Jack Flaherty. And by the way, yes, that was the rotation at Harvard Westlake for three years. I may have been listening to like Steve Stone on 670 to score, but somebody was telling the story. I was like, man, that is, that, that's a ridiculous pipeline. Right well, there. what's really funny about that is I gave hitting lessons to Max and Lucas and Lucas's brother while they were there. 
That's insane, man. It's just, it's just so crazy, though, because, I mean, you know, obviously, you, like, you get two or three guys into the bigs, and that's a huge deal. You got 15, 16. It's insane. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, there, there's a lot of places out here that are ridiculous like that. Yeah, but for me, it'd be the Brewers in the NL, the Dodgers yeah. in the NL, Braves I'm fine with, and then uh, the Mets. Because yeah. they're going to get healthier. Those are the. I'm still, I'm still very big on the Padres, though. I'm not, I'm and not fading this team. I mean, again, Machado coming back, and if they get Fernando Tatis Jr. back, dude, who knows? This team, I, I've been, I've been telling people, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if the Padres actually win the NL West, like the Giants did last year. But I still think the Dodgers are going to win the NL pennant one way or the other. I just see. Can't you just see the Dodgers with their boredom, quote unquote, which is a great word that I, I I'm gonna steal from you everywhere yeah. I go now. Yeah. Um, they it seems like it could let down and foolishly allow the Padres to take the West, just like they let the Giants That's get ahead true. of them last year. Yeah, man, the Giants last year. I wish Blake Snell could just win a start. Oh man, if, was- if they can get Blake Snell going, man, I'm telling you. Blake Blake Snell is a great pitcher. He really is. He he's got every tool in the world. If he could just stop walking guys, my God! If he could stop walking guys, I'm a little mad at him right now. He may have just destroyed my Phillies, uh, which I mean, the Phillies destroyed my own their own ticket. But uh, yeah, hitting Bryce Harper with that pitch. Yes. Yeah, that was tough. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we got some bets for tonight, as in Friday. And, of course, we got all the lines for the, all the games today and through the weekend. Cannot wait to talk to you about it right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL.